Hello friends and welcome to a, yet another segment of uh, Speaking My Mind for the Masses. And uh, earlier in, in my other podcast I talked about being lonely and, and talking about, you know, um, you know, you may be surrounded by people but, you know, there's a part of you that you don't share with them. And the important thing I think for me is is I need to find and and you know, culture relationships in which I can talk and speak my mind and, you know, not have any fear of retribution or anyone feeling, um, you know, some kind of way about what I'm saying because, you know, they're already in my situation and either have lived through it or are working their way to it. And, um, you know, it's, a, it's a important to feel like somebody out there in the world cares and, you know, I have friends that, you know, have, have fallen away and passed away for various reasons, whether it be drugs or, you know, depression, suicide, um, you know, and for me, you know, the greatest loss in them was the fact that they had so much potential to do so much more. If they could just get past the pain and what was holding them up and what was keeping them high and what was, you know, at 40 years old, I became a man. My mother passed away and I had just come home from prison and I knew I didn't want to go back and I knew I didn't want to, um, you know, live my life. <clears throat> and I had pulled away from my mother at a time where she was most vulnerable and at the end of her life and you know, she died with the impression that, you know, I did, took her for granted and I used her and, you know, she had done so much for me and I could just walk away from her. But in reality, it had I not walked away from her, her death would have been tragic for me. I, I probably wouldn't have made it, you know, this far. Here it is three years later, four years later. And um, yet I, I have yet to deal with the emotions with that. But at the same time, um I was, I was mentally and physically capable at the time of her death to take care of myself as a man and my family and, and to rely on, you know, my support system, um, and not, you know, what I could get from help from, you know, my, my mother and, and, you know, I I learned that, you know, I can solve my own problems and I don't need to rely on anyone to do anything for me it's not always as quick as I want it to happen and it's not always as easy as I want it to be but I've been able to um, concentrate on one aspect of my life at a time and you know my addiction is to the point where you know I can handle most of it um and I'm able to work through the process of staying clean and, and, and dealing with life on its terms. But at the same time, there's no cure for either one of my conditions. So this isn't something that I'm just going to um, make it through and, you know, be able to, you know, count my success and do away with what got me to where I am now. You know, this is going to be a forever process. 
And I have to find a way to make it work inside my life as consumed as I am with being a father, a husband, a um, employee, you know, a stylist, you know, and, <clears throat> you know, to not wear that on my sleeve, you know, I never, never keep any of my history or my past away from even my clients, you know, I'm not ashamed of it, um, it's made me what I am today, and I, I've come a long way, um, you know, basically, you know, I've come from nothing three times, three times I've thrown my whole life away, you know, marriages, kids, money, houses, cars, self-respect, and this last time, um, there was a fourth time in which I attempted to throw away everything in my life, and, you know, by the grace of God, I had a support system that counteracted that right away, they knew exactly where it went, and and where it was going, and was able to, you know, I didn't come out unscathed, but I didn't also lose everything either, and I came home with a foundation to build upon with what I had learned in my time of incarceration the last time because I knew that I had to do something different. I had to do something, you know, that nobody expected me to do. Nobody expects me to, to, to succeed. Nobody expects me to do anything other than be what I've always been. And that just motivates me to work harder. And that's some. sometimes I think I'm addicted to the pain. I think I'm addicted to the pain because that pain is what drives me. I wake up in the morning and that pain that's in my gut and the fear of, of losing it all. And, you know, failure is easy to deal with because failure, if you're not failing, you're not trying. So, you know, I'm okay with failing. I'm not okay with giving up. And if I were to use be given up if I were to walk away from my wife and kids that'd be given up if I were to you know quit my job and chase a dollar that's that's given up you know right now you know I'm in a situation where um everything in my life is wonderful on the surface you know great job great family you know what I mean got a little you know situation where you know you know, I have some toys and, and, you know, I'm living my version of the American dream, sitting in a prison cell for all those years and, and, and dreaming about what life was going to be like on the outside and what kind of person was I going to be and what was I going to put up with and what was I going to do for a living and, you know, who's going to want me and never in all of my time were my dreams as um, good in jail as my life is right now but then there's the what's on the inside what's on the pain on the inside and the thing that tortures me on a regular basis and you know has taken me to the brink and some days I wake up and I want to pull the blankets over my head and I want to go back to sleep other days I wake up and you know what I mean like I'm raring to go and I want to get my story out there and and tell the world that, you know, change is possible, but it, it comes 
inside of us and it's not something you just decide okay I'm going to change and and everything's going to get better things have gotten harder since I've gotten clean things have gotten harder since I decided to take a um active role in my um mental health things have not gotten easier by any means um but my reaction to what goes on is what um helps the change to develop and every time I do it it becomes easier every time I don't lose my temper or or say something snide or um you know scream at my kids or you know tell my wife to fuck off every time I want to and I don't I'm building a foundation of getting that negative out of my life And, you know, there's still days I tell them, go fuck off. There's still days, you know, I don't want anything to do with my kids. And I just want to get on my motorcycle and ride or get in the car and turn up the music real loud. And, you know, shout out to Jelly Roll and and, and Struggle Jennings and Adam Calhoun and everybody, you know, that makes that 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 therapeutic music that says exactly the way I fucking feel. And. I can't bring myself to say it for for fear of hurting somebody's feelings or um, exposing too much of of me. You know, there's a um, a rough exterior and and there's a um, way that I carry, you know, this package, this bag of bones that I'm that I'm occupying and um, you know, not many people get past that, and that's the way it's set up, it's set up so that, you know, I don't want to ever be vulnerable to anybody, and that's, 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 that's a hang-up in my recovery as well, because, you know, <clears throat> I've had issues with, with getting a sponsor, and, you know, I have a sponsor, and, you know, sometimes the hardest phone call I'll make all day long the hardest text I'll send out all day long is to him. And it's not that I, you know, don't want to talk to him because I, you know, the dude is really cool. And um, at the end of the day, like, I know that I'll get what I need from him and maybe I can help him along the way. Like, you know, his, his recovery doesn't count or doesn't depend on me, but mine does on him in a sense that he has the tools and the clean time to assist me in the most trying time of recovery, to be honest. You know, two years is great, but I've done two years off of sheer willpower. Never really focused on, you know, the process. Um, never really made myself available to others. Um, I definitely spent more time trying to help others only because it didn't um it didn't put me in a position where I had to think about my own shit and it made me feel better that I was helping somebody and it suppressed the feelings of loathing and 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 you know not feeling you know worthy by helping other people and you know, that's part of the process. You know, you, they say, you know, you can only keep what you have by giving it away. And that's probably the most true statement that um, 
any program can tell you no matter what your issues are because you know as a our community of whether it be mental health or addiction um really when we walk into the place or the you know the destination that we feel can help us get over this hurdle um we look for what mostly um you know uh benefits us with the least amount of pain you know expressing your 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 feelings and your wants and your needs or you know let's say you know um admitting your wrongs in front of you know telling on yourself in front of a room full of people that you don't know really you know and I haven't built any relationships in recovery for the most part for the same reason because I don't want to be liable to anybody I don't want to um, you know feel obligated to call you like if I call you it's because I want to talk to you not because or I'm going through something and I need some help but you know like call me every day or call me this time every day or you know go to this meeting and we'll talk then that's going to just put me in a in a in a a a spiral in which I'm not attending that meeting because I'm going to stress about talking to you all day and then you know on top of it now you want me to call you every day and that's the one phone call that bugs me all fucking day because I have to make that phone call and I have to you know be vulnerable to somebody and you know sure you know it doesn't work unless you you do you know the the way it's supposed to be done and I believe that and you know I want to progress in you know my process um but it, it simply comes down to you know how much of me do I have to give up to get what I need out of the, the process in order to be um, the man I'm, I'm striving to become? And, you know, that's the, the, the biggest thing. Um, you know, brutal honesty is, is the, at the foundation of everything for me. If I'm honest with myself, I'm honest with the people who care about me and, and are around me. Um, I feel like, you know, my other actions, as long as I'm telling you I'm doing them, I don't feel that they're wrong. I'm not hiding nothing, so I'm not being sneaky. I'm not, you know, attending to my addic- addicted ways and acting like an addict, just clean to a certain extent. There are those you know, issues where I'm not humble and I'm not gracious and, you know, go fuck yourself because I'm the fucking man. And, you know, there's, there's other times when, you know, I'm extremely humble to the point where I'm walked on and there's, there's gotta be a happy medium in there somewhere. And, you know, the important thing is is to find that and to, um, continue to grow in this process because you know currently I've plateaued and in doing that you know it's brought you know the 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 feelings and the um, the urge you know so to speak 
um, to the forefront now because, you know, is this the, is this all there is? Am I going to wake up every day for the rest of my life and contemplate suicide? Am I going to live the rest of my life and go to bed every night feeling as if I failed somebody? Um, and the guilt and, the, you know, I can't turn it the fuck off so I can't sleep. So now I got to fucking stay up all night and then the next day, you know, maybe sleep, you know, a couple hours in the night and then the next day go in, and, and into the world and be extra emotional because I haven't slept. I'm exhausted. My brain needs a fucking break and start that whole process all over again. And then it just, it becomes a steady process of a downward spiral because I'm burning the fuck out. So my only option at this point is to embrace the the process and go through the process as much as it may hurt because that's my biggest fear is the process my biggest fear is to actually do what is expected of me in this process so that you know the proven method of this process has shown success and you know any other way um you know, I take the chance of the failure because no other way has worked. I'm 44 years old and I've never not been an addict to the point where, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be clean tomorrow. So right now I'm just going to focus on today. I'm going to take today and I'm going to bust my ass to make sure that I do something to make somebody proud of me. Whoever that may be. Somebody proud to say, okay, that's my, that, you know, that's, I carry that name. I carry that man's blood in my veins. Um, he's mine. You know, um, that's the, that's the goal every day. You wake up and you say, okay, well, since I don't want to die and I don't want to be high, I want to do something positive that's going to make me feel better that's going to make me um, give my contribution to the world which in return is going to earn me the respect that um, I feel I deserve and help me in my process to um, let go of the the, um, things that have held me back for so long Thank you for listening.